a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour i'm matt heron it's me jeff kowalski i'm louisa heron i didn't say another exciting episode so it makes it sound like this is a very special episode where we talk about our menstrual cycles this is the first (laughs) exciting exciting. episode (laughs) yes um so how's your menstrual cycle jeff um non-existent still 29 (laughs) years strong now (laughs) Still waiting right. to become a woman. <laughs> Since Matt brought this up, I'm going to punish him for it. I use an app that keeps track of uh, my menstrual cycle, <laughs> and all it does is make me angry because it keeps data on when your periods start and stop, and it shows that mine are so variable, 25 days to 35 days, that it just makes me mad. I want to like take this data somewhere and be like, this can't be right. Somebody a doctor. You, you could take just it to your... a doctor for that. <laughs> <laughs> you can just, just use like, your no that's fine it's not fine <laughs> you could just use your tarot card app to track it it would do just as good a job i would think uh, no it's good to know what to be hmm, hanged band today like that. that means i'm going to be starting my cycle soon yeah. <laughs> i'm well, ovulating my... whenever the lobster on the moon appears well is that a the real tarot thing? that it has now is pretty much like well, i don't know <laughs> Yeah, well, what are you going to do? It's like yeah, there's uh, always a lobster on the moon card in the tarot. It's important. Yes. It's like when you watched the wrong movies on Netflix and now you're getting all these bad recommendations. Like, it has no idea what your life is like. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, the recommendations for songs from Amazon for me have been so fucked by this <laughs> podcast. Incredibly They keep good. on being like, we noticed that you're a fan of Ricky Martin. Like, no, <laughs> goddammit, no. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be weird when apps like that, re- like, start getting into other aspects of our physical lives. Um, like, my fitness pal was one where you could track your food, but it didn't really do anything with that data. It didn't try to, like, predict what kind of foods you liked, but I feel like that's the next step. It's gonna be like, well, period gonna... tracker apps are going to then be like, here's our spinoff to track your uh, diet and exercise also, and we're gonna use the data in the same kind of weird way. Is there a way we could link period tracking apps to dating apps and have it be called Ovulator? That's and it, a terrible idea. It just what helps the, you find people to get pregnant with. Wait, what? <laughs> That's what dating apps are for? <laughs> Isn't that what they're for? <laughs> have I misunderstood this the whole time? I think there might be one or two specifically for that. but I, oh, think, no! I think you got confused. You're thinking of mating apps. Ah, boo. Pretty good pun, though. Oh, man. That is pretty good. Also, I bet that that really exists, (laughs) and that's kind of sad. (laughs) I was going to say, Amazon thinks uh, that I really like the things that I click on on the website, the worst things for sale, to look at. So then, because it brings them up in Amazon, then Amazon thinks, oh, you want truck nuts and a complete uh, full head-to-toe latex bodysuit like no okay. i don't though 
Okay, now, obviously a full latex bodysuit would be ridiculous and uncomfortable, but how funny would it be if you had truck nuts on your car, Louisa? <laughs> there is actually Not a dating app for full latex bodysuits, so... <laughs> yeah. They're very safe. They're the safest uh, way to have yes. sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or fail to. <laughs> yeah. it's. I think somebody gets horny from it. I'm not sure whether it's the person in the suit or the person interacting with them, or both. I'm trying to become aroused, but it is so painful. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the basis for a lot of people's sex lives, Matt. Yeah, I suppose that's true. <laughs> Some people saw Hellraiser and it awakened something in them. Oh no, I'm glad I never saw that movie, I guess. Uh, I hear the second one is much hornier, but I haven't seen it yet. I watched the first one and was like, oh, this is kind of tame by today's standards. Are they intentionally horny? I always thought that that was just something that, like perverts ascribed to them oh no the first one is very explicitly intentionally horny i think clive barker like probably had a friend who is into like whips and leather and was like "Ooh, that's scary to me i'm gonna make a movie about it oh sure a friend who wink (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the fact that the bad guys are the snm people makes me think it's not him that was horny for whips and leather (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think that that's what's so weird about the ideas of, like, hell in a lot of cultures that have a concept of hell mm-hmm. being this, like, eternal punishment, is that it it gets real horny for a lot of people, which yeah. I feel like is a sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? <laughs> well, I think the problem is that too many uh, of those cultures have the idea of heaven as this place where you're just so happy to not do anything that you don't enjoy any kind of earthly pleasures anymore so then people are like i guess hell's a place where you enjoy those earthly pleasures right yeah Yeah, that's why it makes much more theological sense to me if it's like uh you either go to heaven or your soul gets obliterated those are the two options I mean, I like the idea of your soul, like, going into a weird Atom Smasher recycling machine and be- being made into a better one for next time. Well, yeah, that's that also even a reincarnation fun thing. now. Is that a religion? Uh, <laughs> well, not reincarnation, but recombination. Is that a thing? I think that's pretty mm-hmm. much the basis of reincarnation. Uh, like, that all the souls are just continually going back and doing the same thing, even though they are not similar at all. Yes, but what what, Vigo was trying to do in Ghostbusters. Yes, that's the religion I want to start. Okay, yeah, there we go. Vigoism. Well, he's he's a Carpathian. Is that a religion or an ethnicity? I think that was a nationality. Those are the people that enslaved the Bajorans. They took over the Bajoran planet. Yeah, sure. Uh, Matt, what did you do Uh, online? Yeah, Louisa, what did you do online? <laughs> hey. I got super excited about something that I will never be able to get, which is the SNES Mini, which has been announced. <laughs> is it Truck Nuts, though? Well, if I get one, I promise I'll put Truck Nuts on it. Okay. Do you? Because I'll try to get you one. If <laughs> of course will. you will. I'll try to get one, too. And if I got one, I'd be so happy to have one. I would put fucking Truck Nuts on it. I don't care. <laughs> Just All rest right. them gently on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've up, I've, I've set an email alert on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have so the same yeah, alert really set, excited. even though I don't want it that much. <laughs> I was quite interested in the NES version, more for the novelty of it, so then I didn't really keep up with when they were released, and of course those ones sold out right away, and no one could get them, so I wasn't too upset. 
but so many of these SNES games are ones that I remember and love, and uh, it's so cute. <laughs> I really want this little thing. They really knocked it out of the park with the game lineup for that thing. Like, I, other than Chrono Trigger, which I think Jeff mentioned on Twitter, I cannot think of a game that I would want on there that isn't on there. Yeah. Yes, so I'm going to try my dandest to see if I can get one of these things whenever they're on pre-order, which nobody knows. Yeah, I keep on seeing people being like, oh, the pre-orders are sold out, and I'm like, oh no, what? I missed it! And then it's it's people from England, and I'm like, you fuckers, like, get out of here. Oh, but they do get that slightly nicer looking uh, gray box. No, it's not I know, I know you don't like the controller, but I think the console itself is nicer. It's got a mm. nice dark gray top to it. No, no. purple buttons. No, nope. I don't agree. Nah. The SNES is perfect. Yeah, As the is. SNES is the best console that was ever made. Mm, uh, I think you're forgetting about the console that does what Nintendo, the Sega Genesis. I remember when I was a kid genuinely being like, I don't think I will ever be able to be friends with someone who's a Sega kid, and I kind <laughs> of still feel that way. I um, I think that there are definitely better games for the Super Nintendo, um, but there's... The Genesis is just such a weird one because it can display less colors than the Super Nintendo and can make less sounds, but it has, like, a fully featured Yamaha synthesizer inside of it. So all the games have just, like, these amazing soundtracks to them. It's very odd to me, and that's part of why I like it. I was always alarmed by their ad campaign to be like, hey, we're edgy and tough. I'm like, but I'm a kid and I like (laughs) cute kid things. This is too scary. I don't like this. It always felt to me like when there were kids in middle school who listened to music with swears in it. Yeah. And it's like, and they're like, oh man, aren't I cool? And I was just like, no, I like, I like being a kid though. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to keep that. Yeah. You want to play with Nintendo where a kid can be a kid. I mean, yeah, kinda. Yep. I it, kind I kind of want that Super Nintendo Classic, even though I've either played all those games or don't want to. You just want to uh, have it for your yeah. hard. It's got your favorite game of all time on it, doesn't it, Jeff? Mega Man X, Super Metroid. That's Super the Metroid. I yes. Mega How Man X. You not remember what your favorite game of all time? <laughs> Mega Man X is the best game of all time. Super Metroid is my favorite, though. Yes, that's fair. I mean, uh, neither of those is true. I mean, <laughs> your favorite can be whatever you want it to be. Mega Man X is a great game, but it is not the best game of all time. Mm, We've already discussed I, on this that <laughs> that Chrono Trigger could be it, or maybe. I mean, there's a few that are in the running, but I do not think Mega Man X is in the running, unfortunately. Donkey Kong for the Game Boy. Ooh, what? What? <laughs> Donkey Kong. What about what about Game that Boy. Donkey? What about that Donkey Kong game with the bongos that came with it? That one might be the best. Donkey Konga or Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Yep, those ones. They were both. Okay. Jungle Beat was like a regular game. Donkey Kongo was a game where you tapped along to all the small things by Blink-182 on your GameCube bongos. Yeah. How is that not the greatest game experience of all time? <laughs> you're right. Hey, well, you're right, you're right. She left me roses by the stairs, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, it this... reminds me of that time when somebody left me roses by the stairs, and also Donkey Kong. This was that era <laughs> before they licensed the actual songs to be in games, so they were all bad covers by, like, studio musicians. 
Oh, that's the worst thing. When you on a music app and you're like, I really want to hear this song. And you're like, I think this is the right version. And you start listening and it's totally not. This is the most terrible feeling. Like, oh, this is a MIDI karaoke version. I don't (laughs) want this. Like when all those artists recorded new versions for Spotify of their music so that they wouldn't have to pay their their labels. And all the lyrics are about how great Spotify is now. I don't like it. Yep, uh-huh. I, it was weird when they replaced the name Layla in Layla with Spotify. <laughs> it's it not even the right number of syllables. <laughs> you got me on my knees, Spotify. <laughs> uh, so what have you done online, Jeff? Um, so I viewed a trailer for a new hit motion picture from the director of Sex Tape. Uh, it's called Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, God. Um, Wait, it are stars... you... What? <laughs> Okay, uh, go on. It's I'm star- very confused if this is a joke or not. It's not. I have been waiting for the trailer for this Jumanji uh, sequel slash reboot for a while, and it's here, and now I understand so much more. Um, it stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and Karen Gillan um, as four... <laughs> okay. The trailer opens with some teens being punished by an authority figure, and their punishment is to clean up some dusty old room, and in it they find something that looks like a cross between a PlayStation 1 and one of those early 90s Atari consoles that only had, like, a bad version of Mortal Kombat on it. Uh, and they plug it into the TV, and it's a game called Jumanji, and they each choose one of their characters and then get sucked into the video game. Um, huh. And so the dorky, the, like, uncomfortable dorky girl becomes Karen Gillan, who is basically playing uh, Lara Croft inexplicably with an American accent. Um, The cool jock becomes Kevin Hart, who is very small, and there's a lot of jokes about that. The dweebus boy becomes The Rock. Um, And then the hot cheerleader girl becomes Jack Black, who is some manner of dweebus scientist. So, several questions. First yes. of all, is the soundtrack all done by Guns N' Roses, like how, <laughs> uh, like how Toto did the soundtrack for Highlander? You know, thinking back, I am not 100% sure if Welcome to the Jungle, the song, appears in the trailer for Welcome to the Jungle, the movie. <laughs> Seems like a big miss. <laughs> okay, yeah. question number two. What old console that 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 is that old supported four player simultaneous co-op that's crazy (laughs) uh it seemed like from the title screen that it was like ps1 n64 era and n64 had four plugins so i guess that's true uh question three is this based on that cartoon show where kids got sucked into that dungeons and dragons game and then couldn't ever get out is that the one that had tom hanks in it (laughs) no that-, that was a movie, uh, <laughs> was Monsters and Mazes, I think that's called, um, about how D&D Jeff, is evil. Jeff, I am concerned by your reaction that you're not familiar with the uh, Rankin-Bass officially licensed D&D Saturday morning cartoon. I didn't realize that was the premise <laughs> of the D&D cartoon. Oh yeah, that, there, that was too many kids shows of the 80s, the idea that, oh no, we, we can't get home. Like, And then it's like, oh, but we'll have some fun adventures along the way. But as a kid, you're like, no, but you, you can't get home. That's got to yeah, be but- the gnawing fear constantly <laughs> taking over your mind. 
right? That's why you watched it, though, because you're like, maybe this, like, you were too <laughs> dumb to realize that, of course, they would never do an episode where they get home. Mm-hmm. So you're like, there is a continuity. I'm sure of it. I yeah. just have to keep watching until I fight to figure out what's happening. Yeah, then you get to the episode at the end where the elf wizard meets God and decides he's just going to keep leaping. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean... And then, like, uh, the show Reboot really turned that concept on its ear because you find out that Enzo, in his journey to get home, got old and grizzled and lost an eye and hates everything and become a nihilist, so... It's like, good or bad? I don't know, but that's what happens to all of us eventually in our journey to reclaim our youth. It's true. (laughs) If you think about it. Mm, I don't. (laughs) I will not think about it. Um, so, have you guys seen the trailer for this movie? No, No, why why on earth would we? (laughs) I cannot decide whether it's going to be sort of, like, fun and goofy, or insufferable and cringy. It looks terrible. I mean, the whole idea of it looks terrible, and the fact that your comic (laughs) relief are Kevin Hart and Jack Black, that's pretty terrible. But it reunites that comedic uh, duo of Kevin Hart and The Rock. It's funny because they're different sizes. Considering that I think Jack Black is a very funny man, it's surprising how seldom he is funny in movies or things. Yeah. Or anything at all. (laughs) Yeah, he makes a lot of very bad career decisions for someone who's as talented as he is. Yeah, like, I, I saw School of Rock for the first time maybe three months ago. And it's, like, very good. And I was very surprised because I'd forgotten that that was before Jack Black decided to start making all of his career decisions by, I don't know, throwing darts at a dartboard, maybe? (laughs) Well, I feel like he figured out he could star in huge movies if he would be the idiot sidekick. Mm. Yeah, it's just weird because I feel like he was one of those comedians that started out with some kind of, like... Uh, Integrity? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With, like, sort of, like, uh, I think his early humor sort of made fun of the idea of there being a fat guy who just farts, and that's his mm-hmm. humor, but now that's what he does, legitimately, yeah. in movies. But he better watch The Throne, because Josh Gad's taking over that role now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack Black played a different type of role in the movie Goosebumps, which was bad, but he plays uh, the paranoid intellectual author R.L. Stein. Are you telling me he doesn't fart one time in that movie? Because I do not believe you. You know what? He might. I don't have. <laughs> yeah. a, I don't have a very good memory of that movie because it's extremely forgettable for a movie that is I remember so full of in stuff the trailer. Happening. I remember in the trailer a dwarf throws a fork into his butt, and if he doesn't <laughs> fart as a reaction to that, then they are leaving money on the table. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, question: Why do we keep making actors from the? Uh, United Kingdom and nearby lands uh, do American accents when they don't know how. Yeah, that's I don't think I don't think anyone is making them. I genuinely yeah. think they're like, no, you're going to love my new accent, uh, Joshy yeah. or whatever the <laughs> Josh Gad, <laughs> director of this movie. <laughs> yes, like he's directing, right? Obviously, <laughs> Doctor Strange was almost unwatchable because of how bad, like, celebrated, beloved actor Benedict Cumberbatch is at sounding like an American. That was particularly jarring because there is literally no reason that character couldn't be uh, British without the slightest change to the script. Yeah, just be like, nah, he moved to New York for medical school and then stayed. 
Or never mention it ever. Like yeah. He does yeah. In the actual script. It doesn't say where he came from or anything. He's just a exactly. guy. He's rich. Yeah, I mean, and in real life, people who are, like, super hotshot surgeons often yeah. do move to America because that's where you can make a lot of money. Yeah. Because we have terrible health care. Yeah, it's, it's like, and in this one, in this Jumanji movie, Karen Gillan is doing an American accent, and she's also very bad at doing this, but we keep making her, or she keeps insisting on it, I'm not sure which. Um, yeah, I think... can someone explain to me why her space robot character needs to have an American accent? I mean, it's a fucking space <laughs> robot. We have a long history of them being British anyway. Well, now, she's Scottish. She should yeah. just go ahead and be Scottish for it, honestly. In yeah. fairness, every other space alien in Guardians of the Galaxy is at most a Kelsey Grammer accent. Nobody <laughs> is full on, like, English or Scottish in those movies. What about yes, fucking, but uh, why? what's his name? Oh, God, who calls them, uh, what a bunch of assholes? What's his name? Damn it. Oh, Peter, Peter Serafinovich. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes, yes, he is yes. British, yeah. And no one has yep. to explain how this guy on this other planet has uh, a different accent <laughs> no, actually, than the other people. No, actually, Louisa, in one of the trailers, they explained that he moved there for medical school, and then he never left. <laughs> well, that's lots enough, of, then. <laughs> lots of planets have a south, or whatever the excuse was in Doctor Who. <laughs> yep. It's that, all, that joke is... That joke is very funny because it was made before they thought anybody who wasn't British would watch Doctor Who, and so most of the people I know who watch Doctor Who don't understand that joke at all. <laughs> uh, it's especially, like, in this Jumanji movie, Cara Gillan is basically playing Lara Croft, who's British. She could probably do a British <laughs> yeah. accent better than she could do an American one. At least have her try that before she's just, like, becomes less intelligible. Like, she's already kind of hard to understand because she talks very fast and in a thick accent that American ears are too stupid to hear correctly. Don't make her, try, like, do another voice on top of that. I feel very bad that that is happening to her. I would love if at some point in history there was a focus group where people sat down to watch uh, the Welcome to the Jungle, the Guns N' Roses story, and, um, uh, you know, they Karen Gillan was doing a, uh, a Scottish accent and people just, like, stood up and balled up their survey forms and threw them in the fire and ran out screaming and, like, tearing their garments off. And then people were like, oh my god, no! Pulling their hair out, bleeding from the eyes. Yep. Uh, anyway, that's all I yeah, did online. Yeah, that in Baby Driver, which I've seen and the guys haven't. But uh, I, I, it's no spoiler to say Lily James is in that movie. And she's uh, British, but she does a Southern American accent. The movie takes place in Atlanta. And uh, uh, even, like, I know... Does she do at least as good as Andrew Lincoln in The Walking Dead? Probably, but just knowing that uh, it's not real, like, you see the seams, and it's kind mm. of irritating. I mean, it, it makes you think that probably every time an American is doing a British accent in anything everyone in Europe is laughing hysterically at it, right? Yeah. I'm curious so to think... Can we just stop doing that altogether? I wonder who the best Americans are at doing it. I would assume that Johnny Depp is one, since he's the only American allowed to be in Harry Potter. No, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, he's I wasn't sure. Okay. He's, um, he's not good at anything at all. Well, so. the only thing we could judge us to our ears is who is the British person who does, does the best American accent. I'm going to say Damien Lewis. 
Uh, oh, who's the guy from Legion, and he played Beast in Beauty... Dan Stevens. He... I did not oh. know he was British. Uh, I watched the movie oh. the, the Guest, and I did not know he was British, and also he does it very well on Legion. Does it have to be a British person? Because there are a lot of Australians who do very good American accents. No, it could be Australian. Oh, true. Yeah. Mel Gibson is one. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, not, he's not Australian. He actually is American. Well, I thought uh, he was I mean, Australian. He was raised partially in Australia? Mm. I think Hugh Jackman does a pretty good American accent. Uh, I also think... Uh, what's that guy? His name is Guy. Guy Pierce? Guy Pierce. Pierce? That's the yeah. one. Oh, is he not American? No, he's very Australian. Oh, yeah, if you hear his real voice, it's crazy. If you watch Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, him doing a gay Australian voice is the greatest thing in the whole world. Now, I wish Hugh Jackman in the X-Men movies did a more pronounced Canadian accent, because I think that would just be delightful. (laughs) If he sounded Um. like one of the... McKenzie Brothers, like, really went for it. I just want him to throw at least one sorry in there. Please, for me? It would be great if he did it as, a like, one of his action one-liners. If he just, like, (laughs) cut some dude's face off with his claws and then was like, sorry about that, eh? And then walked away. (laughs) That would be the greatest thing. Oh, it's a shame he's not allowed to be in those anymore because he quit forever. Well, that's fine. (laughs) Matt, what did you do online? Uh, well... For those who haven't already seen, uh, this past week I got engaged. Woo! Um, Whistle, clap! Thank you. Uh, and the thing that I did online was that I announced it on social media yesterday, uh, which has been overwhelming, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> I uh, used I the woke wow up... react on Facebook. Yeah, you were the first person to do that. I woke up this morning <laughs> with 164 Facebook <laughs> notifications. <laughs> Oh man, and Facebook so, just started splitting them up to be like, this person liked it, and this person liked it, instead of just, like, a hundred people liked it. Yes, and then, so like, Jen had one, had her announcement that she tagged me in, and then I had my announcement, and then for some reason, our mom also put up a Facebook announcement about it separately, for some reason and tagged say, as both if we of us in it. don't know our mom. <laughs> Um, which is fine. I mean, it was very nice. She was like, she was happy for me. And I I think that that's great. But, uh, it meant that I had a whole lot of Facebook messages (laughs) when I woke up. Um, so first of all, thanks to everyone who congratulated me. Second of all, this should be a thing that happens more regularly because it's so nice to hear from the people that just creep on your Facebook wall, but you don't know if they actually remember who you are at all. Like, friends of mine from high school or people that I went to college with that I haven't spoken to in 10 years, like, just responding with a with a thumbs up or a, a congratulations, like, it's genuinely very nice because I have a default understanding of people that they probably hate me. Yeah. I think we all feel that way, and by we all, yeah. I mean just the three of us, not, like, <laughs> everyone in the world. Yeah, I'm um, very I, paranoid about it. Yes, exactly, and so, like, if there was... I think this could be a genuinely helpful national holiday if there was just a day where you just comment on the Facebook walls of all the people you don't hate to be like, hey, you're cool. Like, <laughs> you and me, we're cool together. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, man, that would make me feel so much better in general. Oof. 
Yeah, right? This is a really good idea, you guys. Hold on, though. If you were one of the people who, on that day, you're waiting for that day to come around, and you didn't get anybody saying that to you, that would be <laughs> oh, a no. million times worse than a lonely Valentine's Day, wouldn't it? <laughs> I guess, but the counterpoint to that is it could mean that you're just very good at keeping in touch with people, and so they already, like, you already know that they are cool with you. You know what I mean? I yeah, that, so. that'll make a great headstone. <laughs> when you die alone, everyone will be like, ah, everyone liked him and never told him about it. <laughs> well, but that's already where we're at, though. This is what I'm saying. Like, apparently a hundred and whatever, sixty-some people like me but never tell me about it, so I gave them the opportunity to do so, and I'm just saying that I don't think that uh, we need to limit this to only when we get engaged one time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, uh, I think that we, with our 150-ish listeners, can make a push for this holiday. Yep. (laughs) Don't we already have that with birthdays, though, really? Mm, I I turned my wall off on birthdays (laughs) so that I don't get all those messages. I think it should be illegal, though. I think it should become a felony to be one of the people who after your birthday says, oh, I had a really nice birthday weekend. No, you must say before it's your birthday that it's going to be your birthday. You don't get to (laughs) do that and sneak around. I have two very strong opinions about this that I have to state right now. (laughs) Please, that's what the show's for. Yes. Number one, there was a trend a while ago where people would change their birthday on Facebook (laughs) to, quote, see if anyone noticed, and that is literally the shittiest thing you can possibly do in life. (laughs) Do we all agree on that? Yes, absolutely. It's like, if you were my real friend, you would remember this arbitrary string of digits. (laughs) Like, fuck off. You're the worst. Okay. Secondly, um, I stopped saying happy birthday to people on Facebook even if they're my good friends because Same. it's the worst and I hate it. Like I, I I genuinely feel like people have the same reaction if you say happy birthday or not to them. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's no difference and so you're just making them clear another uh <laughs> another notification and they don't get anything out of it. I well, don't understand why people still do it. I'll say I'm a very spiteful person, and I will remember if a pretty good friend doesn't bother to say happy birthday to me. <laughs> well, I just feel like it's the ultimate lip service friendship. It's it's below the level of even just, like, only saying hi to someone once when they get engaged. At least that, you had to, you had to like react in a way that's different than just copying and pasting happy birthday onto the number of walls that are notified to you by Facebook when you log in, you know? I I think that if I'm going to wish someone happy birthday, I don't want to just say happy birthday because then it feels automatic to me. And I instead extrapolate back to the sentiment I'm trying to get across and phrase it in my own way. So I'll say something like, hey, I hope you do something enjoyable for your birthday today. Uh, End transmission. (laughs) (laughs) See, but that feels to me very much the same way that it feels to me when I'm, like, at the mall or something, and I pass by a group of kids, and then I have to, like, and then I have the thought go through my head of, like, 
oh my god, I have to convince that mom that I'm not going to kidnap her kids. <laughs> and I'm like, I wasn't going to. I don't need to do that. But like, now I'm trying to prove that I, that I wasn't going to commit a crime, that I genuinely wasn't going to commit. And I feel like that's the same thing with Facebook wall. Like, okay, no, I have to prove that this happy birthday is more than just a copy and paste, even though it wasn't to begin with. Like, it, it's a losing game. You're just digging a hole then. No, I don't think I do. I, I don't bother wishing anyone a happy birthday unless it's, like, someone I actually interact with on a regular basis. And I never do it on a Facebook wall. So this is just, like, to signal to my actual friends, like, hey, <laughs> to here... To your robot overlords. <laughs> I think that saying happy birthday is far more robotic. It's an automatic response. <laughs> Um, I, I just want to let my friends know that I'm not, uh, just automatically responding to their birthday, but have thought about them for two seconds instead of a half a second. So here's what I'm saying from now on. If you're going to wish somebody happy birthday on their Facebook wall, just write, just write happy birthday. And I wasn't planning on kidnapping your kids. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I absolutely feel that kidnapping kids feeling, especially because I um, look scarier than you, I think. I mean, you're taller and beefier than me, but I have a shaved head and a giant beard. Um, yeah, I mean, I... Charles Manson swastika in the middle of your forehead. <laughs> yeah, I also, yes, I have carved a swastika into the middle of my forehead. Um, just to signal to other people that I uh, am edgy and uh, am ahead of the curve. Um, yeah. But I it's an I'll... ironic swastika <laughs> scar. I also go everywhere alone. Um, yeah, so I'll I mean... be at like a family street fair by myself and I have to be like, mm, where can I eat these four empanadas that people aren't going to think that I'm looking at their butts? <laughs> See, I think yeah, nowadays I wanna... all a person in your situation would have to do is occasionally hold their phone up to their head and shout, where are you? Well, I don't see you. And then just start yeah, walking in a different direction. The, what until you die? <laughs> like is that when does that end? At all times in public you have to do this. <laughs> I want to get out ahead of the men's rights activists that I know are avid listeners to this and say that obviously there are so many more things that society does to make women uncomfortable in public. But the one thing that men have that's the problem, I think, is that we whether or not it's true we have a perceived everyone is assuming we are a criminal when we're in public by ourselves uh and that is weird yeah i mean it's obviously less of a problem for us as being uh white people but yeah yes. there is because most criminals are dudes and because testosterone is a hell of a drug that is <laughs> the the one sort of disadvantage to being a dude in public and it does suck yeah, but I'd still rather have that than the constant threat of uh, violence and rape, so... Yep. Mm, you still have the constant threat of violence. Yeah, uh... that's true, but it's the constant threat of me doing violence. <laughs> that I'll just, I'll just have some sort of uh, testosterone-fueled rage, and I won't be able to control myself from kidnapping a child and throwing it into a river. <laughs> this is tangentially related, but uh, I, I promise I won't keep mentioning this, but I saw a Baby Driver yesterday, 
And the one of the nice things about the movie is this weird heightened like car violence. And sometimes when I'm driving, I just have the thought like, oh, what if I just like crashed my car? Like I I don't have intrusive thoughts, so it doesn't become like a lingering thing. But you know, you have that moment every once in a while. And yeah, that... you have to lock your doors so that you aren't <laughs> tempted <laughs> to like just jump out. You have to you have to but, chain uh... yourself to the wall with silver chains so that when you become a werewolf, you don't. <laughs> Kill everyone in town. Yeah, I'm a car crashing werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best movie idea I've ever heard. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That would be amazing. <laughs> Uh, but this movie like really lets you live out your what if I wanted to just crash cars indiscriminately fantasies. Yeah, well, it's it's like when people talk about the urge to push somebody off of like a tall building or whatever when mm-hmm. you're up there, which I've never really had so much. But I do often have when I'm seeing live theater the the recurring thought of like. I could just stand up and start yelling right now. Yeah. And this whole thing would shut down. Yeah. Like, I, I could go up why there. People, I think that's why people do assassinations, because you could just stand up and ruin something for everyone <laughs> just by yourself. And that's uh-huh. a crazy feeling. I could <laughs> Wait, go up there and saying... touch Lynn manuel Miranda right now. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing actually stopping me but decency. <laughs> I mean, he's not in the play, but he's got to be around somewhere. <laughs> I mean, he'll be in a play again. It's all he ever does. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Okay, so let's talk about these random subreddits we got. Yeah, they're uh, all bad. They are all bad. So I got r slash Frank Ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I can think of is that was it the Flophouse or was it a different podcast joke this week about not being able to tell the difference between Frank Ocean and Frank Gorshin? Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, was it? I think it was stop podcasting yourself. Oh, okay, you might be right. Yes. I'm so I far just... behind on that one. Yep. I've heard um, of Frank Ocean. I don't know any of his songs. He's uh, yeah. one of he's one of the more uh, sensual singing hip hopsmen, sort mm-hmm. of like Drake. But I don't think Frank Ocean raps at all. I think he just sings about his feelings. So I'm pretty sure that way back when we when we got the r- subreddit Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. uh, I was also the one who did that. I got that <laughs> random one. Yeah. So what does Google think about me that they're giving me these like cool yeah. young rap? And hip hop guys. I think it just pulls whatever music ones because you probably because you buy all that am- music on Amazon, <laughs> and the only music ones in the random pile are all very popular uh, hip hop artists. Maybe I, I guess so, but I, we have yeah. not yet gotten R slash Ricky Martin. So mm. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten not, many not with that updates and things about uh, bitcoins, which I have never looked into for any reason. <laughs> So. Well, now now you have, though. <laughs> I guess so. You're a subscriber to all those Reddits now. Man, I really love that very poorly drawn MS Paint wizard that is an advertisement for r slash Bitcoin. Okay, so anyway, Frank Ocean. I don't think any of us know anything about him. He yeah. seems cool, though. It's uh, probably not something we should talk about since he's cooler than all of us. Yeah, I I got r slash montage parodies, which appears to be there's a very specific meme um, on YouTube where people will do um, over exaggerated parodies of video game playthroughs where you just take the clips of people doing re- a really good job at a video game. Um, and they will, like, distort the sound and play loud dubstep right as the headshot hits and have, like, gifs of skeletons dancing and Snoop Dogg over top to be, like, 
making fun of the ways in which gamers uh, think they are very cool, and this appears to be a collection of those, but they've expanded to other similar types of uh, montage parodies. I'm confused and disappointed that it's not movie montage parodies, like trying on a bunch of different prom dresses and fixing up a house. (laughs) Or learning to do kung fu. The parodies, or like the parodies of montages that are actually in movies. (laughs) Yeah, there's some good ones of those. So, so I don't understand, I'm trying to understand... Is how is this a parody? What is this a parody of? Yeah, I don't know uh, either. It's a parody of sort of uh, serious gaming culture. You'll see on the side there's that image that says MLG, which stands for Major League Gaming, which I believe is one of the esports uh, circuits. Um, now, ooh. do the people who make these think that the word montage means the same as the word collage? Uh, these are all videos, though. These aren't just, uh, single-image collages. They do have a collage aspect, but because it is in motion, incorporating several different clips of people being good at video games, I do think that it would qualify as a montage. No. Interesting. I don't think that that's what montages are, though. I thought montages had, like, had a, an arc to Mm. them. Like, where things change over time. Maybe. I don't know for sure. I don't think we're going to end up doing this one because it's such an esoteric meme, though. <coughs> and the one Louisa got I'm is... confused about it. Well, first I want to say, I recommend this highly. Lately, when I've been cleaning, I've been listening to the Spotify playlist 80s Training Montage. Oh, nice. <laughs> which is just songs from 80s movies, like You're the Best Around and I the Tiger that play while people are training. And it's fucking awesome to try to do work that you don't want to do, too. So I recommend it. It's a good and idea. And the subreddit that I got today is r slash snakes. <laughs> and yep. it's simply about real snakes. No extra tricks or things that are named snakes in this one. Okay, no. so first off, Frank Ocean is right out, right? We're not doing <laughs> that one for sure. Yeah, I'm also, I yeah. now that now that I've looked at uh, snakes, I'm realizing we do a lot of animal ones. That's yeah, I, I think half of the ones Louisa gets are animal ones. Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't really search for snakes or corgis or anything. You just like animals. I mean, you do like cute things. <laughs> and the computer can hear me through the microphone talking about how I like animals, I guess? Yeah. Okay. Digiti- digitizing your voice vocaloids. <laughs> it's a little difficult, too, because... I don't want to talk about this meme board because all of the submissions are videos. <laughs> However, um, I genuinely think that we shouldn't do snakes. Mm. So partially because, partially because I kind of think that people who think snakes are cool are weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I agree with that. Like. I don't want to be disparaging to people who aren't hurting anyone, but if you own pet snakes, you're definitely a serial killer, right? Uh, like no, but I think for sure, or a pervert, but I think you both. definitely have a crush on serial killers. You're definitely oh, you one of those people pythons... who's like, "Ooh, Jeffrey Dahmer was so handsome." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know how pythons have those weird little ventilation holes under their lower lip. Yes. No, I don't uh, look at scary animals. Uh, freaks me out. I don't like it. 
I mean, I will say that I like how Snake's heads always kind of look like very well-designed sports cars. <laughs> yeah, that's Or fair. do very well-designed sports cars, are they made to look like snakes on purpose? Mm, I don't know that we could dis- determine which came first, sports cars or snakes. I don't yeah. know how we would figure that out. Yeah, did the first sports car hatch from a snake, or did the first snake hatch from a sports car? We'll never know. <laughs> Wait... <laughs> You're you're implying that the debate is: Did an egg hatch from a chicken, or did a chicken hatch from an egg? Because that's uh, not a thing. I think that if you rewind the tape, you'll find that. Shut up. I mean, I guess you could say that being birthed out out of a chicken is a kind of hatching from a chicken. Also, the egg came well, first. And we all remember when the sports car attempted to eat with the apple. So <laughs> yeah, there's exactly. precedent here. I oh, forgot. Man, that I forgot, Louisa, that you always look through history through such a biblical lens. Yeah, it's true. That's why I have a cross tattooed under my forehead? Is that a good thing to say? Probably not. I I think that's just as bad. (laughs) I think that's exactly as bad. I can't think of any sort of significant event involving sports cars that I could transpose a snake into. I was thinking maybe like a race car driver dying, but those aren't sports cars. They are just cars that do a sport. (laughs) I would hey, watch. What if the, I would what if the watch movie the. Cars? I would watch the fuck out of the Indy 500 <laughs> if it was all snakes racing. It would take so that long though. It would be 500 laps of snakes. Come on, it would never end. And if I was gonna say, if the movie Cars was all about snakes instead, I would have to kill myself. Yes. <laughs> um, here's the thing, though. If you own snakes, you're definitely a serial killer because you have to you have to feed cute animals to snakes for them to live. And Hmm. so you have to, like, take some kind of joy out of having a dead mammal in your hand. Right? Hmm. You could only feed them live food. That's an option. Yeah, that, okay, yes. (laughs) But you're still contributing to its death in a meaningful way. Yeah, I guess so. Um... I don't know if our um, number three listener, Chris, has snakes, but I know he has lizards, and he has to buy a big bag full of live crickets for them every so often, and I hate it. And one time, he asked if I could stop at the pet store and pick up crickets, and I said, oh, I will absolutely not do that. <laughs> and I, I, didn't, I felt a little bad that I couldn't do my friend a favor, but bugs are really gross. Yeah, listen, if you can be comfortable, if you can square in your mind, like, feeding crickets to your lizards or whatever, more power to you, because crickets are gross, and I don't feel like it fundamentally is a broken part of your empathy as a human to not feel (laughs) bad about killing those. However, I'm looking at a picture on the, the stakes board right now of a dead mouse that someone stuck a candle in. I'm looking at that right now, too. And, like, this person a thousand percent murders people. Yeah. There's a lot on this board about, like, well, this picture got deleted from r slash cute frowny face, so I thought maybe it would fit in here. There's a lot of people who are resentful that other people don't think their snakes are cute. And that's pretty psycho. (laughs) Yes, because snakes are, like... I can, you can admire a snake, but if you find snakes cute, I just feel like there's something wrong with your brain, right? (laughs) They're not close enough to us for us to put 
uh, personalities onto them. Like, I'm sure snakes and birds have probably similar neurological function to, like, I don't know, a cat, maybe a dog. But, like, I don't think that's true. They can't express it to us because they have cold, unmoving faces. Well, there's a reason why they call the part of your brain that just does motor function without any kind of feeling or empathy <laughs> the lizard brain. And that's because that's the brain lizards have. That's a real thing. I'm not making it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, let's stop talking I about feel, snakes. <laughs> I feel the same way about people who think snakes are cute as I feel about people who fall in love with roller coasters. <laughs> yeah. Does that, hold does that like, make no, me a bad judgmental person? I don't know. Do you mean that in a literal sense or people who just like roller coasters? No, I mean, there are people who develop romantic feelings for like bridges and roller coasters and shit. Mm. Um, I think that at least uh, Snake can like, you can care for it and feed it and maybe it will be nice to you. A bridge and a roller coaster never will. But I do feel like if you feel like your snake loves you, that is 100% you projecting feelings onto that creature that is incapable of it. Yeah. I feel That's like probably true for dogs and cats, though, too. Well, I don't know. Dogs, well, I and cats, dogs and cats can feel some level of, like, at least happiness to be around you. Mm-hmm. And I oh, do you know what? I was actually... are capable of that. I saw a Facebook post today about how they did a study and found uh, empathy in um, mice. Like, they put a mouse in, uh, like, a roomy box, and inside of it put another mouse in, like, a very tight box that could be easily opened by the other mouse. And, like, every time without fail, the other mouse helped its trapped friend and would even, like, save treats for it if there were treats in the cage. Yeah, this is what I'm saying, Animals that have a more advanced brain and are capable of feelings, like, yes, you're still projecting a lot onto it, but at least it has some seeds of that thing in it. Yeah. Yeah, even if you want to say, oh, it's because of food or warmth or whatever, a cat or dog still would like to be close to you. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe snakes do like to be close to you, but they, like Jeff said, there's no way for you to tell. They don't change in a significant way. They're cold-blooded. They need your body heat to stay alive. And the trouble is, if you realize a snake is cuddled up to you, then you will freak out and accidentally throw it across the room and kill it, right? (laughs) You just would, wouldn't you? Okay, guys, I think we're talking about snakes. I guess so. I even re-rolled just in case we wanted to do that, and I just got another goddamn music festival. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, stop it, Jeff. You're not allowed to re-roll even as a joke. <laughs> I all wasn't right. a joke. I was thinking, like, oh, these are all bad. Let's... I was no, you're it. violating the premise of our show. All right. <laughs> all right, Louisa, read us the sidebar of the snake's garbage. Okay, so, snakes. Let me go back to the main page, because I already clicked on the top links, like I always do, because I forget to read the page. Yeah. So, the top bar shows... You don't see the head, but you see the middle of a a cream and rust-colored snake on some rocks. And it says r slash snakes, and there's no alien on this one. It is the white silhouette of a snake. Uh, Let's see. Is that a first? Have we ever seen one without uh, some sort of modified alien up there? I think we have. I think one of the city ones we saw was, like... Was it it the one for, um... Uh, there was one for a city in Virginia that was a car stuck in traffic, I think. Hmm. Virginia Beach? 
Uh, no, it was some some town in Virginia that oh. is near Washington, D.C., but I don't remember which one it was. Hmm. Okay, Listeners, so... if you're thinking about tweeting it at us, please don't. Thank you. <laughs> so there's really no sidebar for this. They, it has 24,000 readers, and there's 138 <coughs> here right now. They don't have cute snake names or anything. Um, <laughs> the yeah, 24,000 uh... snakes, 117 <laughs> slithering here now. <laughs> <laughs> what is a cute snake name? I don't know. <laughs> Jeff came up with one instantly. Like these people have to come snakes up with one at all. Is, snakes is not a clever, cute. Snake it's better name. than nothing. Serpents. Yeah, metaphors uh, for the devil. I mean, this is an R slash <laughs> snack, which would be the funny, cute snake <laughs> board. Yeah, um, I guess snacks could be it. Anyway, sorry. Go on. So the only info we have is one sentence, which is a place for snake owners and lovers to share snake-related stories, pictures, advice. And ask questions, and I cannot think of anything sadder than a person who's a member of this board who loves snakes and doesn't own a snake. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Also, okay, I am genuinely baffled by this. Below that sentence, there's a link to the (laughs) Safe for Work edition of this board. What is the not safe? What? (laughs) The top post of all time is not safe for work, so. Is it just Britney Spears concert pictures of her holding that big snake? Wait, yeah. what? The top post of all time? I'm, what? I'm seeing that black you, snake, but I'm not. If you're not you're not logged in, then you can't see it. No, I am logged in. I mean, it's showing a dead snake, which is sad. But like, yeah, actually, I don't think it's dead. I think it just has its mouth sewn up, uh, which is sad. Yes, I mean it's horrible. Is that not safe for work, though? Wait, to what end is that picture on this board? Uh, to make people mad. It has four times the amount of upvotes as, like, the next one down, so it worked. Does it have a title or anything? Yeah, the title title of the post is, This is absolutely disgusting, not okay. Uh, and then it's showing a local news reporter holding a snake that has had its mouth sewn shut. Yeah, I mean, that's terrible, but what? Why? Hmm. I'm surprised it wasn't removed, I guess. I, and... To your point, if these are people that love snakes, like, this is, this is the worst audience for this. Of course, I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's, it's the most clickbaity thing of just, like, you guys all hate this, right? This yeah. thing that we all have already come here because we hate? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, the, I guess, second highest, which is the top one for me because I'm not logged in, is a snake that is completely pitch black, and it's pretty cool looking. Yeah, man, this is bumming me out. What'd you say? (laughs) This board is bumming me out. Like, (laughs) so many of these are people being like, look how much she loves me, or Mm, she's so cute when she does this, and it's just a snake making the only face it can, (laughs) laying still. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I do like that some snakes are different colors. (laughs) That's about as far (laughs) as I can go. (laughs) I like that one snake that uh, Lucas in Super Smash Brothers is friends with and uses as a weapon. Uh-huh, great. <laughs> That's Seems fun. Seems like a bad rap for the snake. Oh, there's that new snake video game, Snake Pass. That's supposed to be fun. I don't think... I, I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't think that that's really in the spirit of this board. Not that that's ever stopped us before, but... Yeah, that's true. We didn't read the uh, rules or the frequently asked snakes. 
Oh, are they any good? Because I didn't even read them at all. (laughs) Is it really called Frequently Asked Snakes? Oh, Yes, it's right below rules, and it's to, (laughs) I guess, quell the flood of posts about what kind of snake is this? Will it genuinely? I genuinely thought Jeff was making a very funny joke (laughs) as a callback to the fact that we we made fun of him for not having clever names. That would have been... I I was very impressed with your your humor skills there for a second. I would have said frequently snaked questions if it was up to me. (laughs) Ah, that's better! (laughs) You're right, that is better. (laughs) I knew knew there was a reason I did this podcast with you, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) So that I could improve my jokes that you tried to uh, accidentally accuse me of making? (laughs) Sure. I don't understand. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. So the rules are that you have to include a region if you're posting an ID request. You have to mark dead or injured snakes as not safe for work. You have to be polite or courteous to others. This person posted a picture of their snake's Halloween costume. I hate everything. (laughs) Oh man, did it go as Mr. Worm from Richard Scarry's Busy World? Oh, you're so close. It's the very hungry caterpillar. (laughs) (laughs) That's almost the same thing. Yes, it's very close. Also, oh. I hate this. <laughs> is this... I'm, I'm guessing being, this is on, like, I the second hateful? page or something? Uh, maybe a I little mean, bit. I I agree with you, so I can't tell. <laughs> I don't like snakes, but I think it's fine for other people, too, I guess. I like that there's that one species of snake that, when the, they're young, they can be either bright green, bright sky blue, bright yellow, or brown. Like, it's just... They could be one of those colors. That's pretty amazing. Hmm. Do you I, think do you think that most people who own snakes are crushingly lonely? Yes. No, I think that they're friends with other snakes people. I guess that's good. I guess I that seems like a an okay thing to bond with people over. Mhm. I suppose. Although uh, I don't remember which podcast would uh I you know I guess Jordan Jesse Go would get a lot of these called call-ins about people encountering their local snake guy. The guy who just, like, brings his giant snake to the park and hangs out. That guy is definitely extremely lonely. Yes. Yeah. That's true. I just don't understand how you can get to the point where your completely expressionless and expression-incapable pet, you can somehow be like, this is way cuter than any mammal. Yeah. Like, you well, know it's not, though, right? people with reptiles don't realize that it makes whatever room that reptile's in smell kind of fishy, like, forever. Yeah. Like, no matter well, how much you be... clean that cage. <laughs> to be fair, no matter where I live, it's always going to smell like cat piss 100% of the time, so <laughs> I can't judge too badly there. Yeah, I was thinking mm. the other day about, like, you know, I... I don't think I could ever have a snake just because... snake, sorry. I don't think I could ever have a cat because my sister is so deathly allergic to cats and I would w- not want to put her life in danger. Oh, but you. also, even if I did want a cat, they make your whole house smell so bad. <laughs> they really do. Like, dogs are dirtier than cats, but cats make your house smell like garbage 100% of the time. Mm, but you can't use your backyard if you have a dog because you'll step in poopy all the time. Yeah, but it, I just need an excuse to not go in the backyard anyway. <laughs> Plus, you can train a dog to go in one certain spot. They'll do that. Oh, that's nice. 
I found a fun gif of, uh, it's titled Snake Tries to Eat Mouse and Fails. Someone is holding some manner of, uh, dead mouse. It's low enough resolution that it's not too gross. Uh, in, like, tweezers or something above their snake who keeps trying to, like, go for it and missing and just kind of batting it around like, oh, oh, no, I can't, oh, I can't quite get it. It's very funny and kind of <laughs> is turning me around on snakes. Oh no, Jeff's a snake the, guy now. <laughs> the way you're describing it makes me very unhappy. I mean, <laughs> maybe if I watched it, I don't know where it is, but the way you're saying it makes it sound like I hate it. <laughs> I'll drop a link and maybe you'll enjoy it. Uh, I'm not a snake guy. I am Snake Man from the Mega Man games. <laughs> Was there, like, a um, uh, Teenage no, Mutant this... Ninja Turtles villain or something that had arms that were snakes? I feel like I remember something. Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, you know what is really... The coolest thing about a snake is seeing, uh, like, completely bare snake skeleton. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, Look. one of these pictures, which is not marked safe for work, despite being technically a dead snake, is uh, an articulated Gaboon Viper skeleton. skeleton I would like cool. to point out, for this, just to be clear, I am not opposed to snakes existing. I am just, I just think that people <laughs> who keep snakes as pets are very weird. And like, like, I get to it. Make sure they're all driven out of Ireland. Yeah, yes. and that's why you don't feel Catholic. <laughs> I feel like snakes, I understand, I think snakes are very well designed. I think that they are cool. Intelligently designed? Yes. <laughs> Obviously, by the devil. We all know this. Whoa, um, he's the, that's the only one he made was snakes, yeah, huh? Yeah, exactly. Obviously. Have you not read my manifesto? I like the um, idea that God and the devil collaborated on the world instead yeah. of just <laughs> that would actually make a lot more sense if you think about it. Yeah, because mo- like at least half of the world is extremely bad. Yeah, like don't you think about sometimes how the entire surface of the earth is poop? Do, do you ever <laughs> think about that? Because I do. No. And sometimes I think about how uh, everyone has definitely drunk dinosaur piss. Yeah. So, like, the devil probably did all that, right? <laughs> yeah. The devil invented pooping and peeing. Right. I mean, that just makes sense to me. Yeah, Yeah, that's just science. Like, think about it. Birds don't need to pee. They figured it out. And birds are the closest to God. Birds do it. Bees do it. Geographically speaking. (laughs) If you triangulate between the earth and God, yeah, birds are the closest. Exactly. That's why they still need to poop, because they're only halfway there. (laughs) What about space monsters? Uh, those are God. Oh, twist! Uh-oh. Ah, he's some kind of Jar Jar Binks. Yes, that would explain well, everything. <sighs> okay, so I'm sorry that we offended you on this episode of Seeing Reddit. <laughs> I assume that everyone who listens to our podcast has snakes for pets. Um, yeah, you have to be that kind of weirdo to listen to this show. Probably. And we're very sorry that we just basically called you a murderer for the last hour, but you are. <laughs> sorry. Uh, anyway, um, so if you do like the show, please recommend us to your friends. Please rate and review us on iTunes. The only way we can grow is if you spread the word. So 
Uh, we very much appreciate it. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at seeingreddit. Uh, if you're emailing our Seeing Reddit account to give us advice on how to make Jeff's website better, then you're doing it wrong, and I've already blocked you. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> There's one guy who sent us four emails, and I don't know if he's a listener or if he's just, a, like, a sales robot, uh, <laughs> but I blocked him because he kept on sending us emails like, hey, I design websites for a living. Why don't you hire me to design your website? And obviously the answer is no. No, I picked a WordPress theme and clicked publish. I don't need help. Yep, he was like, I used to use WordPress, and that's for stupids. And I was like, oh, thanks for insulting us and you're right like, off the bat. Oh, no, I want this guy to think I'm cool. How can I give him money so he'll do that? Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, everyone else who's emailed us has been very kind, and we very much appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Um, and if you want to contact us, you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com, or you can uh, contact us on Twitter, at seeingreddit. Uh, I I apologize very profusely for inciting everyone who listens to this show fighting over who is the biggest fan. Uh, you're all the biggest fan to me. Who's the worst fan? That's what we should actually decide. <laughs> yes. It's probably you, Dave. There's gotta be a Dave who listens. There's It's, a, it's a, probably a, one of us. Large yeah, it's, it's probably I, those of us at any given moment who are making this podcast but not listening to it. <laughs> Which is That's basically both of you. <laughs> I mean, I listen to it, but I would not consider myself a fan. <laughs> That's so. um, But we would like to thank the folks who have been arguing over who's our biggest fan. Uh, Nicholas. Oh, wait, no. Nicholas was just <laughs> talking about genitals and how much we are obsessed with genitals, which is fair. It's listen. a fair cop, Nicholas. It's listen. a very horny podcast. <laughs> yep. Is there uh, any allosexual person who is not obsessed with genitals? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Probably not, I guess. <laughs> they like, would probably the have snakes thing. for pets, though, for sure. Mm, snakes for genitals? <laughs> yes. Uh, that <laughs> is a great uh, Twitter username. <laughs> that FYI. is a great name for a hair metal band's album <laughs> in 1987. Yes. Oh, uh, so boy. anyway, thanks, thanks, Nicholas Seiki three on Twitter. Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks, Tanner Queso El Diablo. Uh, thanks, uh, Waco Shame. Uh, the giant be with you. Wait, uh, are those two different people? No, sorry. That that's his title and then his handle. Well, thank you. I uh, don't know what your name is. Uh, Nicholas I don't know also... either. Waco Shame is the name, and then the the he's at the giant be with you. Uh, thanks to Gareth, our biggest UK fan. Thank you, Gareth. Uh, he's the premier unwilling Eminem, according to him, so that's fine. Did we say we were calling our fans Eminems? I think we did we at did, one point. We did, yeah, and I that's don't remember why or I don't know either, but thanks for remembering <laughs> that, Gareth. You're the best. Um, and then the rest of it is all of our side projects. So, speaking of side projects, if you want to hear more from me, Matt Heron, uh, I just started a new uh, gaming blog on Jeff's website. It's on weaponized language, and it's called Fast Casual Gaming. Yeah, uh, the that. first review just went up. Uh, it's recommending a new adventure game called The Sexy Brutal, uh, which is a fantastic game. And if you want to know my thoughts about it, you should read that. And I did read you... it. It's great, and I do want to play that game. Yeah, you, Louisa, would love it specifically. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, I was turned off originally because I thought it was going to be sexy, and it's not at all. And that's, uh, it's, Louisa it's, will it's hate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I leave an angry review on Steam. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't sexy. 
This is Nobody sexy or brutal. Genitals in this game. <laughs> Um, but, uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you can find me on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot, and, uh, you can find my review on Weaponized Language under Fast Casual Gaming. Uh, I also want to thank Nicholas Seiki3 for sending me a copy of Darkest Dungeon on Steam, um, so I can finally start playing that game, um, which is very sad and melodramatic and has mechanics that I enjoy so far. Yeah, it's um, a great game. You can follow me on Twitter at J3FK, uh, or I guess add me on Steam. I think I'm JeffJK on there. Uh, if you want, I probably won't play multiplayer games with you. Uh, <laughs> you can go to weaponizedlanguage.com and of course read our features. There's Louisa has recipes, Matt will do gaming reviews, listen to my other podcasts. Uh, we're coming up close to the end of the uh, Kanto region Pokedex in... Uh, the Pokemon podcast. Hooray! Um, Woo! Yeah! The <laughs> end! It's over! Yeah, who knows? There no might be more. a season two, you never no, know. No, there won't be. That's <laughs> there, why we I could have to you, up to listener. seven seasons. <laughs> no. To cover all 802 Pokemon. No. Don't you, you do realize that you have a finite life on your, this earth, right? <laughs> do I? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that uh, young people spend... will live forever. You know the amount of time I spend reading things online that are, make me unhappy, <laughs> that I don't want to be reading or have read? <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I do yeah, that, too. It's better to take, like, a, a, an hour every other week to spend time talking about how cute a Pokemon is. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that's that's all I got. J3FK on Twitter, JeffJK on Patreon, uh, Fun Times Online on Etsy, um... Oh, bit.ly slash wishlist Jeff. Give Jeff a late birthday present. Or an early one for next year. <laughs> yeah, 11 months early. <laughs> uh, you can find my latest recipe on weaponized language. It is for the Steven Universe Cookie Cats ice cream sandwiches. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. Alrighty, well, thank you very much, you guys. And uh, again, apologies if you're a snake owner. We don't hate you. We just hate your choices. So uh, <laughs> if you will come back next time, then uh, in the meantime, the wow, this is not going well. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> okay, hang on. Rewinding. Gotta go back. Uh, no, uh, but please uh, come on next. But, blah, blah. Please <laughs> come on, guys. Please. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> My brain. Uh, let me try this one more time. Uh, okay, guys, well, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and please come back next time. But in the meantime, please remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Uh, don't read the comments or listen to this podcast. Yes, <laughs> MR snakes. Boo. Pretty good. Welcome to the jungle! was here when I explained my uh, different recording process today. I'm doing this oh. with the lights off this time. <laughs> How is that?
it to aid the podcast? Uh, I don't know, but it it feels like different. It like, makes you feel like a hacker in a '90s movie. Oh well, yeah, that's tr- also the way I'm sort of hunched over my computer, rapidly typing. <laughs> yes, exactly. You just have to type. You just have to move your fingers around a lot, even though that's not really how keyboards work. Yeah. You have to get some green underlining for your bed. <laughs> yeah, you need to. You need to change all of the settings on your computer so that it's just green text that appears. <laughs> I uh, there. I'm not sure. There's, like, some games that do this where no matter what you type, it, like, will type in hacker things. I know there's a website that'll just do that for fun, and it was a very interesting thing happening in Superhot, where to advance the story, you have to hit random keys, and it types in what your character is saying. Yeah, man, that game is fucked up in a lot of ways, including (laughs) that one. 